We are at war. We are at war with the world, not necessarily the people around us, but the cultural and social influences at play. And also the unseen elemental spiritual forces that exist too. The world around us is held captive by the powers of sin and death. And we seek to equip and train people, to equip and train you to respond to this world, to be sent out with the gospel. And the gospel reminds us that Christ has won. He has won this war. He's victorious over sin and death. He is triumphant. He is the commander over these powers and authorities of this world. We read in Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, speaking about Jesus, because the Lord has appointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And that's the gospel. In this letter to the Colossians, Paul tells the church he struggles in his ministry for them. To encourage them so that they may be full of the riches of the glory of knowing Jesus. He desires the Colossians to be grounded in him, in Christ. Rooted and built up in him. Strengthened in the faith overflowing with thankfulness. And this is the goal of the gospel, that Christ would reconcile all things to himself by making peace through his blood, bringing all things under his rule. And as we read and as we hear these words, they should encourage us as we remember Christ is victorious over sin and death. He's triumphed over the powers and authorities of the world. And this gives us boldness, gives us courage and freedom to live for Christ, to live for Jesus. And we want to be the kind of church, the place, a family, a home where we proclaim freedom, freedom for the captives, release from darkness for the prisoners to sin and death, because Jesus Christ is victorious. In this global fight against the coronavirus pandemic, one of the biggest issues is mistrust of certain government authorities. Many people in these places believe the pandemic is just government propaganda. It's a campaign where governments abuse their power. Vaccines are believed to be a hoax, instead thinking they are chemical weapons used against the population. The person who receives Christ Jesus as Lord is rooted and built up in him. They don't need to fear their faith in Christ is misplaced. But they do need to ensure they're not taken captive by hollow and deceptive philosophies of this world. They need to hold on to Christ. And we remember that our faith in Christ isn't some mystic spirituality but one where the divine fullness of God comes to us in human form, in the person of Jesus. Jesus is the invisible made visible, the intangible made tangible. The authority and power of God are made real in Jesus. 
as he nails the sins of the world, he nails our sins to the cross. In his physical body, he drops a nuclear bomb on human tradition and elemental spiritual forces. And therefore, we find confidence. We find confidence in our faith because of Jesus' death and resurrection. By the grace and mercy of God, while we were dead in our sins, God made us alive in Christ, forgiving all of our sin. Through faith, our baptism symbolizes our sinful flesh buried with him. And as we're raised with him from the dead, we receive a redeemed and a redeemed and a renewed life. In Christ, we receive the fullness of salvation. As we're reminded of the gospel, it should give us courage. As we read of the mercy and the love of God through the pages of the Bible, it should lead us to worship. As we daily seek his forgiveness and grace in prayer, it should cast away any fear or doubt of our standing with Christ. Rooted and built up in him, we're not held captive by the hollow and deceptive philosophy of this world. But we're free. We're free from bondage to the propaganda and lies of sin and death. When a military commander won a major victory in ancient Rome, they would hold a celebration called a triumph. The general would be dressed with a crown and a purple toga, riding a four-horse chariot through the streets of Rome. And there would be a procession of his army, the captives and the spoils of war. It was a public spectacle as the captives, the prisoners of war were bound in chains, humiliated before the crowds. Jesus wages war against sin and death, which stood against us and condemned us. He nails them to the cross, and in doing so, he disarms the powers and authorities of the world. He humiliates them by parading them before the world in this magnificent triumph as he declares victory on the cross. He is the great commander the general of victorious faith. His philosophy stands superior over any human tradition or elemental spiritual force. He wears the crown of heaven and earth and he's the head over every power and authority. In his triumph, he proclaims freedom for the captives and release from darkness the prisoners of sin and death. And this is what we read in Revelation. This is the picture that we see. I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice, he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has this name written, 
King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ, who is faithful and true, the word of God, he wages war and he is victorious. His robe is dipped in the blood shed on the cross to reconcile all things to himself, to subject the world to his rule, to disarm the powers and the authorities of this world. And he is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. In baptism, we not only symbolize the Christian's death and resurrection with Christ, but the forgiveness, the reconciliation and the victory of Jesus.